What is going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Wrestling World. As always, I'm your host, Austin Boyer. And before we get into tonight's exciting episode, a few quick podcast shoutouts. All right, guys, check out the Cult Film Companion podcast, the Manic Pixie Weirdo podcast, the Fan in the Van podcast, the Crime Divers podcast, the Sense of Shelf podcast, the Two Mexicans One Mike podcast, the Hill Truth. Check out your daily writing habit. The Cigar Store Idiots Podcast, the I Seen It Podcast, the Fandalorians, the Hashing It Out Podcast, the Geek Gauntlet Podcast, the Smokers Lounge Premium Six Podcast, the Air Quote Wall Podcast, the Dirty Hills Podcast, the Suns and Shadows Cast, Decaying with excuse me, Decaying with the Boys Podcast, the Two Men No Hope Podcast, the Story of My Pet Podcast. The Quad Pro Quo Podcast, the Haunted Tales Podcast, Films and Firm Nation, Bull Talk by Joe, the Mr. Gentleman's Podcast, and last but not least, the Chime In Podcast. All these podcasts can be found on Spotify, Good Pods, Apple, and wherever you stream your podcasts, so be sure to check them out. Alright guys, Night of Champions just ended, and we have a shocking Turn of events. The Usos have turned on Roman Reigns, setting up a bloodline split. In the main event, we saw Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn take on Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa. With the Usos getting involved, super kicking their little brother Solo, and then Jimmy super kicking Roman Reigns. With Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn picking up the win in shocking fashion. Now on, my, now on my last episode, I did tease and I did say that we could potentially see the bloodline split up. And that could start tonight, and I was right. You know, we, we are seeing that happen right before our eyes. And what a pop it was. What a pop from the crowd we got. As Jimmy delivered that super kick to Roman Reigns. Given that Roman Reigns is the leader of the group. He is the tribal chief. But the Usos have had enough. And with that, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn retain their titles. They move on. Now what will happen on SmackDown? Now my thoughts... The tensions between Roman and the Usos boil over. The Usos will be done with Roman and they will go on to do their own thing like they did before. Leaving Roman with only Solo. But as I've said before, we have seen Solo even tease leaving Roman himself. So could we see that shortly? I hope so, because honestly, that was a great way to end an event. The fans went home happy. And what more could you ask for? Night of Champions started off with the World Championship match between Seth Rollins and AJ Styles. And in this match, we saw... A new champion be crowned. Now, this match was great, guys. From start to finish, this match was a banger, as I expected it to be, because AJ Styles and Seth Rollins are great competitors, and they always put on a A-plus performance. But my problem with this match is, is that it was the first match of the night. Now I get that Roman Reigns is a double champion, the universal undisputed champion. But being that the new heavyweight championship was the first match of the night between Seth Rollins and AJ, it kind of makes you feel like, okay, this new world heavyweight championship is less superior to the two titles Roman is carrying. 
And honestly, the Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles match should have meant a lot more than the tag team match between Roman Reigns, Solo, and Sammy and Kevin. That's just my opinion. Seth Rollins and AJ Styles should have been the main event. Point blank. Simple. That's my opinion. Why do we have to see Roman be the main event every pay-per-view? Why can't they just switch it up? And when I read that Seth Rollins and AJ Styles would start off the show, it was kind of a disappointment. It was a great match, but it should have been the main event. Because not only do you have two stars that are top-level performers, but this is a brand-new championship. A brand-new championship that Triple H revealed himself. A brand-new championship that was created for the sole purpose of giving us a new champion other than Roman Reigns. So, I don't like the fact that it opened the show, but we did have a great performance from both Seth and AJ. We did see in the match that AJ, that uh, Seth Rollins kind of tweaked his knee a little bit. Um, it doesn't seem like a work. It does seem like a legitimate injury. As you saw when he hit the suicide dive on AJ Styles. He kind of tweaked his knee. Um, I hope this injury isn't as bad as what it looked. Obviously, he was able to finish the match, so that's good. Hopefully, we'll we'll know more on the extent of the injury as time goes on. Um, But I hope this doesn't keep Seth Rollins off the shelf for a while, being that he is crowned the new world champion. Because honestly, guys, whether it was AJ Styles or Seth Rollins, either one of those guys deserve it. And Seth Rollins being crowned the new champion, he definitely deserves it. I don't know about you guys, but I'm excited for Survivor Series. Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns. If Roman is still carrying the titles, I assume. But who knows? All right, next up, guys, we have Trish Stratus versus Becky Lynch. I wasn't too thrilled with this match. Um, We did see on Twitter, if you follow Twitter, that monitors were placed underneath the ring. As many expected, that we could be getting the returns of either Randy Orton, Miss Bliss, or Bray Wyatt. But that did not happen. Um, In the middle of the match, Zoe Stark interfered, costing Becky Lynch... The match and Trish Stratus picked up the victory. Now this match, like I said, I wasn't too thrilled about. I don't know. The hype for this match I thought was good. The feud, you know, the promos, everything was good. It's just the match itself, I didn't really care for. Um, I thought it could have been a lot better than what it was. Now it does seem like Becky Lynch and Zoe Stark will... Feud at some point. But we could be getting Becky Lynch versus Trish again. Or we could also get Becky and Lita versus Trish Stratus and Zoe Stark. Which, with Zoe Stark getting involved in this match, I kind of feel like that's the direction that will go. As Trish Stratus did take out Lita. Now, adding Zoe Stark into the mix, obviously Trish Stratus will have an upper hand with Zoe Stark in her corner. So that will, that will set up a tag team match with a returning leader, possibly at SummerSlam or Money in the Bank. I would prefer it to be SummerSlam, but who knows? But this match, it just wasn't wasn't too thrilling for me. I expected more. But you guys may have a different opinion. Who knows? All right. Next up, guys, we have Bianca Belair and Asuka for the Women's Championship. 
Now, I was shocked about this finish because I had predicted that Bianca would win. And I, guys, did not expect her to lose her title the way she did. I expected Bianca to retain and move on, but that didn't happen. We saw a few times in the match Oscar trying to hit the green mist and failed. But towards the end of the match, we saw Oscar spit the mist in her hands. The shades of the great Muda and what the great Muda used to do. Taking a page out of the great Muda's playbook. And Oscar would pick up the win. And that'll be that. This match, like I said, was great from start to finish. Oscar really impressed me in this match. Very, very athletic. A great match from both women, start to finish. Um, but I can't say I'm happy with the finish because I expected Bianca to win. I wanted Bianca to win. I'm a fan of Bianca. But to be honest, Oscar does deserve this win. As she has been kind of sidelined, in my opinion. But props to Oscar. You know, she got the she got the win. She gets the W. She's the new women's champion. Can't really complain. Now as for Bianca Belair, I do expect her to bounce back and maybe rekindle this feud at SummerSlam. Next up, guys, speaking of disappointments, <laughs> Rhea Ripley versus Natalia. Now, in my predictions episode, I didn't talk about this match. I didn't even know this match was happening. But to be honest, guys, if you had watched the match, it really wasn't a match. It was like five minutes long. Rhea Ripley dominating Natalia. A, like a squash match, <laughs> in my opinion. Um... I think it's great that they put Rhea Ripley over. And they put her over in a big fashion. Like like I said, this match wasn't very long. We saw Rhea hit the riptide early in the match. Picking up the win. And that's that. But I like how they, you know, they, they made Rhea look good in this match. They made her look like a strong champion. I do feel sorry for Natalia. It does seem like she's always taken the, you know, the loss. Especially at big events, we see her being the opponent that just that is just getting the pinfall and and um she's just made the, you know, put others over. I was never really a fan of Natalia to be honest, but you know, what can you do? I'm a fan of Rhea though. So I'm not complaining. If I had to book this match, um, I wish I really wish it was longer. Because I don't think this was a pay-per-view match worthy of being on this event. I, this should have been like a, a championship match on Monday Night Raw that we're going to have it five minutes long. You know, I, I get that they want to make Rio look good. But they could have done it. And had a longer match, you know. Even if they would have had Rhea dominate the the entire match, it still would have been something just to have a five, you know five minutes of nothing. But all in all, you know they did it to make Rhea look good. So, I don't know. I I just I felt like they could have done a lot more, especially somebody with Natalia's experience. It could have been a lot better. We've seen Natalia in. Numerous women's championship matches. We could have at least seen her put up a fight, but we didn't. And this is similar to, you know, um, Gunther versus Mustafa Ali. But the only difference with that match is we saw Mustafa put up a fight against Gunther. Even though Gunther did pick up the win and dominated Mustafa throughout that match, we did see Mustafa pick up, you know, we did see him you know, put on a show and, and, you know, get the upper hand a few times. We did see him hit a 450 splash off the turnbuckle, hit a drop kick. You know, Mustafa was doing pretty well. We saw Gunther do some vicious chops as always. 
And right right towards the end, when when you see Mustafa hit that last 450 splash and he misses and Gunther hits that drop kick into the corner and hits the powerball, you pretty much knew it was over. But you appreciate Mustafa for the effort he put up. And the crowd was on their feet. You know, the crowd was was rooting for Mustafa. But, uh, you know, we all knew the ending to this. We all knew Gunther would win. But I do like how Mustafa put up a fight. I, I do like how they booked Mustafa in this match. Um, and that's what we should have seen from Natalia. But, you know, we, we didn't. I, I just feel like they could have done a little more. Like I said, this wasn't a Night of Champions worthy match between Rhea Ripley and Natalia. I, I do think they could have done a lot more, but it is what it is. I'm not going to discuss it no longer. Um, maybe a rematch down the road, who knows. But Gunther versus Mustafa, I thought, um, was booked correctly the way they did it. Mustafa wrestled his heart out. You know, then Mustafa hasn't had a lot of opportunities in the WWE ring. You know, we've seen him with Retribution, and that was a failed attempt to get him over as a heel. Um, and and, and Ret- Retribution failed miserably. So, so now you see him in these backstage segments, and you kind of know that, you know, this isn't going to work out either. But then you see him in this Gunther match, and it's like, man, man, maybe there is hope for Mustafa after all. But uh, Gunther retains, and he's still the in-ring general as always. From what Michael Cole said, Gunther is actually coming up on one year as the Intercontinental Champion. So that's a big accomplishment. But who is going to take that title from Gunther? You know, I don't know. But I'm excited to find out. So we'll see. All right, guys, last but not least, we have Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar. Now, halfway through this match, you know, Cody was dominating, you know, hitting Brock Lesnar in the head with the cast or with the, you know, whatever he had on. Um, Hitting a few crossroads on on Brock Lesnar a a good bit. I don't like the fact that they, you know, they, they book Cody Rhodes as if he's indestructible, as if he just can't be beat, as like he's Superman or something, you know. Um, and I like Cody Rhodes. I do. It's just in a match with Brock Lesnar, having a broken arm, come on. Brock Lesnar should have dominated this match through and through. And yes, I, I, I know that when Cody faced Seth Rollins, when he had that torn pectoral, he won the match. Yeah, that's great. But this is Brock Lesnar, guys. And in this storyline, Cody Rhodes is supposed to have a breaking a broken arm. And going in a match with a Brock Lesnar that's a hundred percent is just unrealistic to me. I, I I feel like I feel I, I you know this match to me was done correctly. Having Cody Rhodes pass out with the Kimura lock, it doesn't hurt Cody's reputation as Cody didn't tap out. Cody was not pinned, so this this doesn't hurt Cody going forward. But I, I just I don't like the fact that uh, Cody dominated through most of this match. You know, hitting hitting Brock with the crossroads, uh, a Cody cutter, <laughs> um, just you know anything. You know, it's it's like I said, they they book Cody to look like Superman, and and I don't like that when this match should have been you know a domination of Brock Lesnar throughout the match. You know, and the Kimura lock. And that would have been fine because we all know Cody's not 100% going in there with a broken arm. They could have booked it that way. Having Brock Lesnar dominate Cody and picking up the win. Um, as we all know, Cody isn't 100% and Brock is. That is the main difference in this match. But And I, and I have no problem with Cody, you know, getting the upper hand a little bit here and there. But having him, you know, you know get the upper hand early in the match pretty much well Brock Lesnar's ass throughout the match I, I didn't think it was the wrong the right call at all um, we all know Cody's no Superman I respect Cody for going in there like he did with Seth Rollins with the torn pectoral but you know realistically guys 
you know, his broken arm, it's a storyline broken arm. It's not, a, it's not a real broken arm. And you're going on there with a guy like Brock Lesnar? Come on. Come on. If this was anybody else other than Brock, I'd say, yeah, have Cody go over. Have Cody pick up the win. Have Cody look good. But it's Brock Lesnar. Come on. We all see what Brock Lesnar can do. We've seen Brock Lesnar suplex guys like Roman, suplex guys like Omos, and get the upper hand on them, taking them to Suplex City. But it's like with Cody Rhodes, you know, Cody just whoops his ass. So I'm not too thrilled about the way this match started off early. But uh, it does make sense how this match uh, ended because having Brock win without Cody tapping, we're getting pinned. Like I said, does not make Cody look bad either way. So Cody still has, you know, some momentum. So we'll probably get Cody versus Brock at Money in the Bank. I am hearing rumors of Bray Wyatt returning uh, and facing Cody at some point, possibly SummerSlam. But who knows? But Cody Rhodes' story is far from finished. And, uh... He still has to finish the story, so we'll see what happens. Um, no big returns tonight, guys. I, I thought that maybe we'd get a Randy Orton return, maybe Bliss. or you know, I, I wasn't expecting Bray Wyatt to return because um, as the insiders pro wrestling, uh, insiders reported that um, he's still not cleared. I don't want to rush his return. I know we all want to see him return, but uh, we can't rush this, so... But no big returns. You know, like like I said, we're all waiting for Randy Orton to return as well. Um, last I heard, there wasn't a good update on Randy. That uh, the doctors have said that he shouldn't come back to the ring. You know that he should call it quits. Um, I have read that there is a return date for Randy, but I haven't really well, I haven't really read it. But I have seen that there is a return date for Randy, but um, I've looked into it yet, so I have to look into that. So I don't know what, what's going to happen with him. Um, we did see Riddle return a few weeks ago. So who knows? We could be getting Randy to return soon. Uh, no Drew McIntyre also. And another sad thing about Night of Champions is that we saw Karrion Cross and LA Knight in the crowd. Um, they, the cameras did switch over to them, and we did see LA Knight and, LA Knight and Karrion Cross with Scarlett just sitting there it's kind of a shame because it does feel like they should have been a part of this as well as anyone else Austin Theory wasn't even a part of Night of Champions which he should have been given that it is Night of Champions but he actually defended his championship last night on Smackdown which made no sense um but it is what it is like we should we should have got like Sheamus versus Theory or something something at least you know but Uh, not much to talk about, you know, no big returns other than, you know, with with Cody uh, passing out due to, the, due to the Kimura lock and the Usos turning on Roman, which was the highlight of the night. Uh, Seth Rollins picking up the win, becoming champion, uh, no big returns. But all in all, this was a good uh, event to me. I, I, I do think that, um, the, you know, there were some great moments tonight, like Seth Rollins and his championship win. That you know, that's a big accomplishment for him. We haven't seen Seth pick up a win in over four years. We haven't seen him. Well, I should say we haven't seen him hold championship gold for four years. So, great to see him pick up the win. But I hope you all enjoyed Night of Champions. I did. Um. There were some things I, you know, I would have improved on, but all in all, I do think it was a good event. I do think that helps move forward a lot of things with Seth Rollins and a new championship. I, you know, I like that WWE is no longer tied down with Roman Reigns. The only thing I'm not hoping is that Roman Reigns does not face Seth Rollins for the title at some point. As many of you are probably hoping the same thing, but. Anyways, I hope you all enjoyed this episode. Um, no new episode next week. I am taking a week off, so 
please tune into this episode and the episode before in case you missed any of my earlier episodes, so please check those out. I will see you guys in a few weeks. Enjoy your time. Enjoy your day. God bless you. Good night. And if you would, um, please give me a rating on Spotify. If you're on Twitter, please give this new episode a retweet, a like, or anything, because anything is appreciated, guys. I am also on Good Pods, Apple Podcast, and please check out the podcast that I listed in the beginning of this episode. So, they're all great podcasts, guys. So, have a nice day, guys. God bless and good night. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on all listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download Anchor today, guys. Check it out. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on all listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download Anchor today, guys. Check it out. What is going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Wrestling World. As always, I'm your host, Austin Boyer. And before we get into tonight's exciting episode, a few quick podcast shout-outs. All right, guys, check out the Cult Film Companion podcast, the Manic Pixie Weirdo podcast, the Fan in the Van podcast, the Crime Divers podcast, the Sense of Shelf podcast, the Two Mexicans, One Mike podcast, the Hill Truth, check out your daily writing habit, the Cigar Store Idiots podcast, the I Seen It podcast, the Fandalorians, the Hashing It Out podcast, the Geek Gauntlet podcast, the Smokers Lounge Premium 6 podcast, the Air Quote Wall podcast, the Dirty Hills podcast, the Suns and Shadows cast, Decaying with, excuse me, Decaying with the Boys podcast, the Two Men No Hope podcast, the Story of My Pet podcast, the Quad Pro Quo Podcast, the Haunted Tales Podcast, Films and Firm Nation, Bull Talk by Joe, the Mr. Gentleman's Podcast, and last but not least, the Chime In Podcast. All these podcasts can be found on Spotify, Good Pods, Apple, and wherever you stream your podcasts, so be sure to check them out. All right, guys, Night of Champions just ended, and we have a shocking Turn of events. The Usos have turned on Roman Reigns, setting up a bloodline split. In the main event, we saw Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn take on Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa. With the Usos getting involved, super kicking their little brother Solo, and then Jimmy super kicking Roman Reigns. With Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn picking up the win in shocking fashion. Now on, my, now on my last episode, I did tease and I did say that we could potentially see the bloodline split up. And that could start tonight, and I was right. You know, we, we are seeing that happen right before our eyes. And what a pop it was. What a pop from the crowd we got. As Jimmy delivered that super kick to Roman Reigns. Given that Roman Reigns is the leader of the group. He is the tribal chief. But the Usos have had enough. And with that, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn retain their titles. They move on. Now what will happen on SmackDown? Now my thoughts... The tensions between Roman and the Usos boil over. The Usos will be done with Roman. 
and they will go on to do their own thing like they did before, leaving Roman with only Solo. But as I've said before, we have seen Solo even tease leaving Roman himself. So could we see that shortly? I hope so, because honestly, that was a great way to end an event. The fans went home happy. And what more could you ask for? Night of Champions started off with the World Championship match between Seth Rollins and AJ Styles. And in this match, we saw a new champion be crowned. Now, this match was great, guys. From start to finish, this match was a banger, as I expected it to be, because AJ Styles and Seth Rollins are great competitors. And they always put on a A-plus performance. But my problem with this match is, is that it was the first match of the night. Now I get that Roman Reigns is a double champion, the Universal Undisputed Champion. But being that the new heavyweight championship was the first match of the night between Seth Rollins and AJ, kind of makes you feel like, okay, this new World Heavyweight Championship is less superior to the two titles Roman is carrying. And honestly, the Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles match should have meant a lot more than the tag team match between Roman Reigns, Solo, and Sammy and Kevin. That's just my opinion. Seth Rollins and AJ Styles should have been the main event. Point blank. Simple. That's my opinion. Why do we have to see Roman be the main event every pay-per-view? Why can't they just switch it up? And when I read that Seth Rollins and AJ Styles would start off the show, it was kind of a disappointment. It was a great match, but it should have been the main event. Because not only do you have two stars that are top-level performers, but this is a brand-new championship. A brand-new championship that Triple H revealed himself. A brand-new championship that was created for the sole purpose of giving us a new champion other than Roman Reigns. So, I don't like the fact that it opened the show, but we did have a great performance from both Seth and AJ. We did see in the match that AJ, that uh, Seth Rollins kind of tweaked his knee a little bit. Um, it doesn't seem like a work. It does seem like a legitimate injury. As you saw when he hit the suicide dive on AJ Styles, he kind of tweaked his knee. Um, I hope this injury isn't as bad as what it looked. Obviously, he was able to finish the match, so that's good. Hopefully, we'll, we'll know more on the extent of the injury as time goes on. Um, but I hope this doesn't keep Seth Rollins off the shelf for a while, being that he is crowned the new world champion. Because honestly, guys, whether it was AJ Styles or Seth Rollins, either one of those guys deserve it. And Seth Rollins being crowned the new champion, he definitely deserves it. I don't know about you guys, but I'm excited for Survivor Series. Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns. If Roman is still carrying the titles, I assume. But who knows? All right, next up, guys, we have Trish Stratus versus Becky Lynch. I wasn't too thrilled with this match. Um, we did see on Twitter, if you follow Twitter, that monitors were placed underneath the ring. As many expected, 
that we could be getting the returns of either Randy Orton, Miss Bliss, or Bray Wyatt. But that did not happen. Um, in the middle of the match, Zoe Stark interfered, costing Becky Lynch the match, and Trish Stratus picked up the victory. Now, this match, like I said, I wasn't too thrilled about. I don't know. The hype for this match I thought was good. The feud, the, you know, the promos, everything was good. It's just the match itself, I didn't really care for. Um, I thought it could have been a lot better than what it was. Now, it does seem like Becky Lynch and Zoe Stark will feud at some point. But we could be getting Becky Lynch versus Trish again. Or we could also get Becky and Lita versus Trish Stratus and Zoe Stark. Which, with Zoe Stark getting involved in this match, I kind of feel like that's the direction that will go. As Trish Stratus did take out Lita. Now adding Zoe Stark into the mix... Obviously, Trish Stratus will have an upper hand with Zoe Stark in her corner. So that will, that will set up a tag team match with a returning Lita. Possibly at SummerSlam or Money in the Bank. I would prefer it to be SummerSlam, but who knows. But this match, it just wasn't, wasn't too thrilling for me. I expected more. But you guys may have a different opinion. Who knows? All right, next up, guys, we have Bianca Belair and Asuka for the Women's Championship. Now, I was shocked about this finish because I had predicted that Bianca would win. And I, guys, did not expect her to lose her title the way she did. I expected Bianca to retain and move on, but that didn't happen. We saw a few times in the match Asuka trying to hit the green mist and failed. But towards the end of the match, we saw Asuka spit the mist in her hands. The shades of the Great Muda and what the Great Muda used to do. Taking a page out of the Great Muda's playbook. And Asuka would pick up the win. And that'll be that. This match, like I said, was great from start to finish. Asuka really impressed me in this match. Very, very athletic. A great match from both women, start to finish. Um, But I can't say I'm happy with the finish because I expected Bianca to win. I wanted Bianca to win. I'm a fan of Bianca. But to be honest, Asuka does deserve this win as she has been kind of sidelined, in my opinion. But... Props to Oscar. You know, she got the she got the win. She gets the W. She's the new women's champion. Can't wait really complain. Now as for Bianca Belair, I do expect her to bounce back and maybe rekindle this feud at SummerSlam. Next up, guys, speaking of disappointments, <laughs> Rhea Ripley versus Natalia. Now, in my predictions episode, I didn't talk about this match. I didn't even know this match was happening. But to be honest, guys, if you had watched the match, it really wasn't a match. It was like five minutes long. Rhea Ripley dominating Natalia. Like a squash match, (laughs) in my opinion. Um, I think it's great that they put Rhea Ripley over. And they put her over in a big fashion. Like like I said, this match wasn't very long. We saw Rhea hit the Riptide early in the match. Picking up the win. And that's that. But I like how they, you know, they, they made Rhea look good in this match. They made her look like a strong champion. I do feel sorry for Natalia. It does seem like she's always taken the you know the loss. Especially at big events, we see her being the opponent that just that is just getting the pinfall, and and um, she's just made the you know put others over. 
I was never really a fan of Natalia, to be honest, but, you know, what can you do? I'm a fan of Rhea, though, so I'm not complaining. If I had to book this match, um, I wish I really wish it was longer because I don't think this was a pay-per-view match worthy of being on this event. I, this should have been like a a championship match on Monday Night Raw that we're going to have it five minutes long. You know, I, I get that they want to make Rhea look good, but they could have done it and had a longer match, you know. Even if they would have had Rhea dominate the the entire match, it still would have been something just to have a five, you know five minutes of nothing. But all in all, you know they did it to make Rhea look good. So, I don't know. I I just I felt like they could have done a lot more, especially somebody with Natalia's experience. It could have been a lot better. We've seen Natalia in numerous women's championship matches. We could have at least seen her put up a fight, but we didn't. And this is similar to, you know, um, Gunther versus Mustafa Ali. But the only difference with that match is we saw Mustafa put up a fight against Gunther. Even though Gunther did pick up the win and dominated Mustafa throughout that match, we did see Mustafa pick up, you know, we did see him, you know, put on a show and, and, you know, get the upper hand a few times. We did see him hit a 450 splash off the turnbuckle, hit a drop kick. You know, Mustafa was doing pretty well. We saw Gunther do some vicious chops as always. And right right towards the end, when, when you see Mustafa hit that last 450 splash and he misses and Gunther hits that drop kick into the corner and hits the powerball, and you pretty much knew it was over. But you appreciate Mustafa for the effort he put up. And the crowd was on their feet. You know, the crowd was was rooting for Mustafa. But, uh, you know, we all knew the ending to this. We all knew Gunther would win. But I do like how Mustafa put up a fight. I I do like how they booked Mustafa in this match. Um, And that's what we should have seen from Natalia. But, you know, we we didn't. I I just feel like they could have done a little more. Like I said, this wasn't a Night of Champions worthy match between Rhea Ripley and Natalia. I, I do think they could have done a lot more, but it is what it is. I'm not going to discuss it no longer. Um, maybe a rematch down the road, who knows. But Gunther versus Mustafa, I thought, um, was booked correctly the way they did it. Mustafa wrestled his heart out. You know, then Mustafa hasn't had a lot of opportunities. In the WWE ring. You know we've seen him with Retribution. And that was a failed attempt. To get him over as a heel. Um, and, and, and Retribution failed miserably. So, so now you see him in these backstage segments. And you kind of know. That you know this isn't going to work out either. But then you see him in this Gunther match. And it's like man, man maybe there is hope. For Mustafa after all. But uh, Gunther retains. And he's still the in ring general. As always. From what Michael Cole said, Gunther is actually coming up on one year as the Intercontinental Champion. So that's a big accomplishment. But who is going to take that title from Gunther? You know, I don't know. But I'm excited to find out. So we'll see. All right, guys, last but not least, we have Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar. Now, halfway through this match, you know, Cody was dominating, you know, hitting Brock Lesnar in the head with the cast or with the, you know, whatever he had on. Um, hitting a few crossroads on, on Brock Lesnar a, a good bit. I don't like the fact that they, you know, they, they book Cody Rhodes as if he's indestructible, as if he just can't be beat, as like he's Superman or something, you know. Um, and I like Cody Rhodes. I do. It's just in a match with Brock Lesnar, having a broken arm, come on. Brock Lesnar should have dominated this match through and through. And yes, I, I, I know that when Cody faced Seth Rollins, when he had that torn pectoral, 
He won the match. Yeah, that's great. But this is Brock Lesnar, guys. And in this storyline, Cody Rhodes is supposed to have a broken a broken arm. And going in a match with a Brock Lesnar that's a hundred percent is just unrealistic to me. I, I I feel like I feel I I you know this match to me was done correctly. Having Cody Rhodes pass out with the Kimura lock, it doesn't hurt Cody's reputation as Cody didn't tap out. Cody was not pinned, so this this doesn't hurt Cody going forward. But I, I just I don't like the fact that uh, Cody dominated through most of this match. You know, hitting hitting Brock with the crossroads, uh, a Cody cutter, <laughs> um, just you know anything. You know, it's it's like I said, they they book Cody to look like Superman, and and I don't like that when this match should have been you know a domination of Brock Lesnar throughout the match. You know, in the Kimura lock. And that would have been fine because we all know Cody's not 100% going in there with a broken arm. They could have booked it that way. Having Brock Lesnar dominate Cody and picking up the win. Um, as we all know, Cody isn't 100% and Brock is. That is the main difference in this match. But And I, and I have no problem with Cody, you know, getting up her hand a little bit here and there. But having him, you know... You know Get the upper hand early in the match. Pretty much whooped Brock Lesnar's ass throughout the match. I, I didn't think it was the wrong, the right call at all. Um, we all know Cody's no Superman. I respect Cody for going in there like he did with Seth Rollins with the torn pectoral. But, you know, realistically, guys, you know, his broken arm, it's a storyline broken arm. It's not a, it's not a real broken arm. And you're going in there with a guy like Brock Lesnar? Come on. Come on, if this was anybody else other than Brock, I'd say, yeah, have Cody go over, have Cody pick up the win, have Cody look good. But it's Brock Lesnar. Come on, we all seen what Brock Lesnar can do. We've seen Brock Lesnar suplex guys like Roman, suplex guys like Omos, and get the upper hand on them, taking them to Suplex City. But it's like with Cody Rhodes, you know, Cody just whoops his ass. So I'm not too thrilled about the way this match started off early. But uh, it does make sense how this match uh, ended because having Brock win without Cody tapping or getting pinned, like I said, does not make Cody look bad either way. So Cody still has, you know, some momentum. So... We'll probably get Cody versus Brock at Money in the Bank. I am hearing rumors of Bray Wyatt returning uh, and facing Cody at some point, possibly SummerSlam, but who knows. But Cody Rhodes' story is far from finished, and uh, he still has to finish the story, so we'll see what happens. Um, no big returns tonight, guys. I, I thought that maybe we'd get a Randy Orton return. Maybe Bliss, or you know, I I wasn't expecting Bray Wyatt to return, because um, as the insiders pro wrestling uh, insiders reported that um, he's still not cleared. I don't want to rush his return. I know we all want to see him return, but uh, we can't rush this. So, but no big returns. You know, like like I said, we're all waiting for Randy Orton to return as well. Um. Last I heard, there wasn't a good update on Randy. That uh, the doctors have said that he shouldn't come back to the ring. You know that he should call it quits. Um, I have read that there is a return date for Randy, but I haven't really, well, I haven't really read it, but I have seen that there is a return date for Randy. But um, I haven't looked into it yet, so I have to look into that. So I don't know what what's going to happen with him. Um, we did see Riddle return a few weeks ago. So, who knows? We could be getting Randy to return soon. Uh, no Drew McIntyre also. And another sad thing about Night of Champions is that we saw Karrion Cross and LA Knight in the crowd. Um, they, the cameras did switch over to them, and we did see LA Knight and, LA Knight and Karrion Cross with Scarlet just sitting there. It's kind of a shame because it does feel like they should have been a part of this as well as anyone else. Austin Theory wasn't even a part 
of Night of Champions, which he should have been, given that it is Night of Champions. But he actually defended his championship last night on SmackDown, which made no sense. Um, but it is what it is. Like we sh- we should have got like Sheamus versus Theory or something, something at least, you know. But uh, not much to talk about. You know, no big returns other than you know with with Cody uh, passing out due to due to the Kamara lock and the Usos turning on Roman, which was the highlight of the night. Uh, Seth Rollins picking up the win, becoming champion. Uh, no big returns, but all in all, this was a good uh, event to me. I, I I do think that um, the you know there were some great moments tonight, like Seth Rollins and his championship win. That you know that's a big accomplishment for him. We haven't seen Seth pick up a win in over four years. We haven't seen him. Well, I should say we haven't seen him hold championship gold for four years. So, great to see him pick up the win. But I hope you all enjoyed Night of Champions. I did. Um, there were some things I, you know, I would have improved on, but all in all, I do think it was a good event. I do think that helps move forward a lot of things with Seth Rollins. In a new championship, I you know I like that WWE is no longer tied down with Roman Reigns. The only thing I'm not hoping is that Roman Reigns does not face Seth Rollins for the title at some point. As many of you are probably hoping the same thing. But anyways, I hope you all enjoyed this episode. Um, no new episode next week. I am taking a week off, so please tune into this episode and the episode before in case you missed any of my earlier episodes so please check those out i will see you guys in a few weeks enjoy your time enjoy your day god bless you good night and if you would um please give me a rating on spotify if you're on twitter please give this new episode a retweet a like or anything because anything is appreciated guys I am also on Good Pods, Apple Podcast, and please check out the podcast that I listed in the beginning of this episode. So, they're all great podcasts, guys. So, have a nice day, guys. God bless and good night.